Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. I'm your host, Aaron Snyder. I've got Frank the Tank across from me. And probably we've got two of the uh, unique and coolest guests we've had on the show, which is uh, Team TSD. Uh, <laughs> what does that stand for? Team, team Small Dick? Small Dick. No, actually, <laughs> Team Sore Dick, right? Yeah. 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 Which. Oh, uh, that's all they got? They've, <laughs> they've got an Instagram page, which. Uh, is pretty comical, uh, I must say, and uh, they're locals here. Uh, well, where are you guys from? Go ahead, Tanner. I'm from Eagle, uh, about two hours west of here. And that's Tanner speaking right there. And then Kyle, where are you from? Uh, I'm from here in Denver. Gotcha. So, so what? What? Uh, what did you guys start that page for? What? Um, what did? Uh, I mean, lay it out. What do you guys you know, got on there? TSD kind of started as like just. As my alarm goes off. Time to wake up. Started as just like random bullshit that Kyle and I would post, like very no direction, not not driven in any particular way. And it kind of started taking a shape as we saw some shit that we thought kind of needed addressed and was would uh, be kind of laughed at by everybody that was like-minded. So, uh, you know, it really didn't stem from any sort of need or, or uh, I don't know, real direction, but it's kind of ended up in a place that may look like that i guess yeah I but think there was got, no direction i think we got a couple of people fooled think we know what we're actually doing when really we're just kind of having fun with it i'm pulling your page up now you've got some funny ones on there now i i'll say i'm in the middle of the road kind of stuck between it because uh Oh, this one here with the kid with all the uh that that's been on a few bad oh, pages man it was <laughs> i talked about that actually on uh will bradley's podcast where does that really respect the animal when you've got 14 different logos around the show <laughs> i just i blame nascar man yeah that's a good point it looks like this sticker is dangerous and inconvenient but i sure do love broadheads <laughs> <laughs> oh lord well let's uh because you, I, like I said, I'm I'm kind of in the in the middle because I've got friends that you guys make fun of, and then I've got friends that uh, join along and make fun of other people. Uh, so here's one I'm gonna pull. This is Eric Chesser <laughs> with the Fireball, iconic. So let's get your thoughts on Eric Chesser and the Fireball. <laughs> well, is he a friend of yours? I gotta say, um, I just think. <laughs> The whole fireball thing. I mean, great on him. Really cool an, uh, animal. Nice bull. But it's time to let it go, man. And uh, it, when you got to have people come into a parking lot just to look at replicas of it, I think maybe there's a little bit more of a cry for attention than is probably necessary. How many years ago did he first kill that? I say first kill it because every year he posts a kill shot of it. <laughs> Killed Four, it every maybe? year. Four years Four ago? Four years ago. I will I, say, though, we just saw... I saw on TSD, I was scrolling through there, and he's auctioning a pair of the replica antlers and donating it to a charity. I think that's pretty badass. But that's pretty legit. It's time to let it go, man. Right. Yeah. Now, I would say that probably, and and I, I mean, in all fairness, when guys get a hold of me to bash you two, I do stick up for you guys saying, yeah, they're actually really cool dudes, um, and try to explain. You don't got to lie. My, per- <laughs> yeah, my, my perception of what where you guys are at, meaning... I mean, I'm on the one side of the fence where I'm like, hey, let's get as many people into hunting as we can. Don't bash people that, uh, you know, may get them away from hunting. And then I'm also on the other side of the fence where some common sense and respect to the animal sh- should be there, should be taken. So, for uh, example, you know, is Eric taking it a bit too far? Like, has he passed the point of the okay i'm happy with the animal i'm super pumped i've got it to now i'm using it to promote myself um or promote himself uh probably a bit more maybe than he should and believe me i've made some fireball wisecracks every time i walk into the mountain ops office i'm like hey is that the fireball (laughs) because it's in there it gets to the point where it's getting past shameless self-promotion i think there's a pretty good line there now now this one here uh, oh man! Oh. Now this one, Brian and I went at it bad yeah. um, because, as you guys know, I'm not the greatest trophy hunter in the world, nor do I really like my thing. I like to eat them, right? Yeah. I don't put shit on the wall. I've shot some big animals, but 
Brian sort of tried to justify this and I get super aggressive and I'm like, there's no fucking way you're going to convince me this was a good idea. I'm like, we just did a podcast on the perception of hunting and she shot a deer and left the guts in it overnight to get a better photo. And it was like 96 degrees in Utah. it, 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 It just to me, and I mean, I think she just didn't know. Right. Yeah. But someone that knew should have told. Them. Oh, man, there was a whole passel of dudes there that could have dropped the guts out of that thing. Yeah, there's a pretty some, discreet way. Some pretty big time Instagram got... guys ended up showing up to that one, oh, I think. Yeah. And no one, I guess, thought it was a good idea to get the guts out of it before well, letting it sit. Well, and I mean, we've done like moose where we just can't. It's too much to do. Split it open. You know, prop, let it get, air out. Well, what we'll do, um, depending, we'll run a cut down the back straps, peel that open, yep, yeah. and then we'll gut it, wedge basically logs in there to keep the body cavity open. Never had a problem. And I told Brian the same thing. I'm like, dude, if it was that big of a deal and the animal wasn't going to be uh, have an issue, she could have split it open, dumped the guts, propped it open, aired it out. Maybe things would be a little bit different. But she posted publicly that she purposefully left the guts in it. It's just a bad perception, and I don't, I don't know her at all. I mean, I don't, I don't know her as a per. I don't even think I've met her. But to me, is okay. This really gets into the debatable. I mean, you got the one side of we need all the help we can get in hunting. We need to move the needle towards, you know, from getting anti hunters to neutral and new neutral hunters over or neutral people over to pro hunting. And you don't want to bash someone so much they get out of hunting, but there's also the common sense involved. If you're going to shoot an animal, you should have the common sense or the the foresight or way ahead of what the fuck to do with it once it's dead. And where it bothered me is the portion of what hunting's about got totally shit crammed, in my opinion, in that specific instance for self-promotion and better photos, which which bugs me because it's like, okay, there's a million different things you could have done differently. And let's say you just, you did that. Why did you, what the fuck did you tell people for? If you want to yeah. leave guts in an animal and take a photo, that that's on your own conscience. But why would you tell people you did that? Because then other people are going to see it and think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had sheep stay on the mountain overnight. Um, and not because I wanted to get better photos, you know, it's, it's an, it becomes an issue of, you know, you know, safety, exactly. Getting somebody down in the dark to a sheep or, or whatever it may be. And all those turned out well, but you know, that, that was an instance of putting your social media game before the respect for an animal. And, you know, what we're really out, out there after is like you said, meat. Right, and and and, uh, she kind of threw that to the wayside, and that uh, you know maybe she didn't have the ability to do it by herself, and that's understandable too. I think she did a good job, obviously killing it, and and uh, all by herself, great for her. But like I said, there was a passel of dudes there that should have known better and had the ability to help her out. So that that was pretty ridiculous on all of their part. Right, no, and I agree, and I don't have any animosity towards her. I mean, I I don't, I don't understand. I mean, again, this is the where kind of the I don't know you call curmudgeons or like the the old school crowd super like bashes on the new school crowd. And a lot of it is Mike, myself and we were raised, we were born into hunting, like from birth, like that's all we did. So we knew from birth what to do or how we were taught, not from birth, but at a young age where some of the new hunters are getting into it later on and diving right in, maybe get some access to land that, you know, other people may not have gotten or, or kind of skip the five to 10 year process of learning everything you need to learn. And one of those things is you don't leave guts in an animal overnight, no matter what, if you can help it. It's just, even in cold weather, it's just not a good idea. Um, and I, I think maybe she didn't know that she skipped that part or whatever. Um, I mean, here's a, here's another one. I think when your Instagram follower number surpasses <laughs> your number of hours in the field, you're going to run into issues no matter what. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a good, that's a, that's a that's very just a good general point. rule. You know, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing that was pretty controversial is when that guy shot those German shepherds in, uh, oh, in Idaho. you guys, I, I that guy threatened to sue you, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He threatened to take us to court over it and, they didn't take you guys to court? It, no, I didn't. Because okay. uh, sadly it, not. Oh, weird! It turned out to be German <laughs> shepherds, like we saw from every picture he posted. But 
Uh, yeah, that was a that was an interesting one. I think that was only controversial in his mind since he was so convinced that they're wolves sitting right next well, to his backpack. I mean, but, everyone that saw the photos, it's clearly a fucking German, two German shepherds. They might as well have had collars on <laughs> with I mean. their teeth filed flat. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what got me and and I I'm too I'm like super busy driving around and somebody sends a photo to me. Are these dogs or uh, wolves? And I thought it was a joke. Yeah. I'm like. Seriously, I'm like those are dogs, brother. I'm like, yeah, I mean those are dogs. And uh, I was like, did you, were they in your yard or something? I'm like, <laughs> so I replied to the guy. I'm like, hey, dude, if you shot someone's dogs, this is how my brain works. I'm like, if it were me, you got a couple options. Just get them fucking get them <laughs> off your property. I right? go throw them in a hole and get them out of there. <laughs> and I said, or if they were harassing, you know, you're, yeah. you're he's. A, I said, if they're harassing, dude, you have every right in the world to shoot them. Yeah. I'm like, if they're, no and he sends me the link. And I'm like, oh, someone actually shot them thinking they were, you know, wolves. I was like, holy shit, dude. I'm like, those, even with bad vision, are dogs, like, no matter what. So I got, you know, literally driving around, whatever, looking at this. I didn't even know what was going on till a day into it. And then I'm, then I got a lot of comic relief off of reading some of the comments or whatever. And I don't, I met the guy and I didn't even remember with Ryan Avery in North Idaho, um, when we were bear hunting and uh the guy's a shed hunting fool he's a killer i mean he's killed a bunch of stuff i i don't know him at all but i mean those were dogs and that's <laughs> another thing where why on earth would you post that like yeah. what good came out of that and maybe even if he thought they were i mean i don't know how the hell you could think they were wolves but i think I mean, he, he possibly is blind maybe there's I, a good I, chance i don't of that. know <laughs> yeah. look looking at this though here's another good one where and i'm trying to be yeah. neutral on this so you again as as, uh, as hunters we want to move the needle because there's so many people for example right now yesterday i was talking to uh, the fish and wildlife they're trying to get this uh, program growing to um help the conversion rate because there's so many people moving out of colorado because of the the pot thing yeah. and the anti-hunter thing to move to more states like kansas uh idaho where hunting is more accepted but then there's i can't remember if it was 1200 or twelve thousand, but a ridiculous number moving into colorado a month yeah it's, that hurts. it's between eight and twelve thousand, i think right now it's ridiculous that are that most of them aren't hunting so trying to get people in the in the in the neutral over to hunting so you know you want to get you don't want to bash someone so much that he gets out of hunting but like you also do need to um, uh, what's teach way. So this one here was special to my heart. Oh um, man, oh, that so was one of my favorites. This this uh, <laughs> this I don't know who this Somebody guy is. Somebody come get their man. But he's he's got his shirt off. I will say he must do CrossFit because that motherfucker shredded. He's definitely uh, doing some butterfly pull up somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but he looks like he's put blood. On, on himself, his, yeah. On his, I like the uh, the blood on his chest with his Instagram at. I want to know his if that's Instagram his handle. own blood or if it's his deer's blood. Because either way, it's a little bit sick. And actually, and he's, he's got, got the, a fine set of hashtag blowjob eyes going himself. <laughs> he's got those Chris Brackett eyes going. Yeah, he he does have the uh, monster uh, Eddie Monster camo with, going and, on there, and the bicep uh, antler tattoo. That was a nice touch too. I mean, so in all fairness, you gotta let the ladies know this. This guy is asking for it. I, I mean, I <laughs> I can't really. And I mean, I try to defend the ones that need to be defended. Uh, this like one here, not a lot of not a lot I can do on this one. So, and again, I've had people, you know, get a hold of me about you guys and say, hey, you know, why don't they just message the dude and enlighten him on the fact this is extremely one gayish uh too disrespectful no, to the animal um which man i just look at it and i, I think that was i get dare. the wtf thing going on so what it is it's a white-tailed doe looks like he made a good shot he's got his shirt off it looks like he's got his instagram handle written in blood on his chest and he's got the Chris Brackett eyes. Did I miss anything? <laughs> is that is that's a more PC term than Chris Brackett eyes? I think that's maybe we should go with that. Yeah, we'll go with the Chris Brackett eyes. Um, uh, yeah, just, I, I, I gotta feel like that a was a dare, Indiana maybe double. a dare from his buddies. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I dare you to try to take a gayer picture than that. Uh, well, you say that the very next picture is the same guy with the Chris Brackett eyes holding up that one. That's the same guy. 
with it. Nice buck, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got his shirt off again. He's sagging like a homie, too. He's got his undies hanging out. Yeah. Holy shit, he does. Yeah. He's got the big old forty-four mag on the side there. Just in it's... case anybody want to mess around and get shot in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding. Now, this one here, I have to, in total defense, like this one here was definitely one. Like, why are you picking on that guy? <laughs> like, living country in the city. I like, now, yes, I've oh. met him, so I know him. He went on a hike with us. Like so, you guys here. He had to pull. He had to pop smoke and hit the, the rescue button. But this is so. This is a very good example, of where, in in my opinion, you could have left this dude alone because he's a good dude trying to get into hunting, and you guys could pick on him enough to get him out of hunting. And you guys, here's 39 comments on here, and I don't think any of them are good. Um, you know what? I gotta say, I think that guy's doing a cool a cool thing. I mean, he lives literally in where los angeles or something like that and and he's trying his damnedest to get into hunting and do a good job of it but my issue with that was there's got to be some accountability and i kind of look at what you're showing the younger crowd by getting yourself into a situation like that yeah and having like you said to pop smoke and have a buddy come and bail your ass out i think it probably just uh doesn't show much preparedness and uh or competency in the woods and i think that's kind of something we should try to be you know like we're talking about future hunters probably trying to pass down as a whole yeah and it's being able to do you know get yourself out of a shitty situation when needed yeah and if you are you know just starting out which is super cool and getting into it like he's getting after it obviously but maybe don't do it solo trip your first time out like bring someone who's done it before or... with three fucked up knees. <laughs> with three. <laughs> and again, I, I've met the guy, so I, I probably have a biased opinion of it because he's, I mean, truly, he's cool. Like you guys would like him. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's it seems energetic. like a nice guy. I mean, super super good dude. Um, yeah. So on that one, when I read that, I'm like, what are you picking on the week for, you assholes? Be nice. He can't even defend himself. And again, like I said, he is he is a guy I know. So I know he's a super, super good dude. Some of these, um, I have to say, you posted exactly what I was thinking. Um, We've gotten messages like that from other people in the industry, too, of saying, yeah, that kind of thing. That's the nice part of being nobody. You can you can post what other people are thinking who are somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you you had one on here of a, a guy rappelling off a cliff. Oh, oh man, that was it. That actually get, yeah. happened once. <laughs> Did you, yeah. Did you guys get any threats from that one? No. No. I was kind of hoping we would. We didn't get taken to court over that one. So here here's my thing on on this, and I have my own personal grievance with this is. Um, this is Jason Hairston. It's actually a stunt double, um, <laughs> repelling off a cliff with a longbow sticking out of his pack. Yeah. Um, pretty standard Saturday morning, really. Yeah. yeah. Now at the same time this was posted, there was a sales ad for cryptic that they used a sheep. I was behind. Um, I didn't kill the sheep and there was some fine print that basically said I'd guided the sheep hunter and yeah. And so Hairston and Brendan Burns just went ham on me, called me how fake it is. And I'm like, well, I spotted the sheep. I led the stock to 80 yards. The dude shot the sheep and he asked me to be in the photo. And I'm like, so I personally wouldn't have chosen this photo for Cryptic to use, but it's a big ram. It had a 32-inch spread. It was a good ram. Damn, um, that's pretty standard for sheep hunting anyway, yeah. right? You always, guy the guy always gets in a, a photo with, with a sheep. client and sheep yeah. hunting, it, you know? It is, but I, I, if I had to choose, I wouldn't have picked that photo in, you know, in all honesty. But as they're telling me I'm fake, <laughs> he's rappelling off a cliff with a longbow the same year he cranked his sheep with a helicopter and a gun. <laughs> so who's fake, right? I was on the hunt, right? And then... And, and, and the hunter that was super cool, I ended up, because um, his sons, we doubled up, um, and I ended up having to, basically, I didn't have to, I packed the entire ram for a better photo, as, as gay as that is, um, strapped it to my pack. Oh, yeah, I, I remember, remember that, that when picture. they were face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and uh, just because the kid, you know, whatever they, you know, whatever they wanted it together. But my thing with that is like, dude, I mean, 
if you're going to throw stones, don't rappel off cliffs with longbows in your back. Because I don't know any time I've ever rappelled off a cliff with any type of a weapon. I think off the last time back. I did it, I at least had a compound. I mean, yeah. come on, let's be <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, just don't, uh, no don't be ridiculous about it. I, oh, right. If you're it, not bringing it, a helmet into the high country, are you really getting after yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no kidding. Well, and, I mean, really obviously, hammering? I have my own issues with some of this stuff because, um, you know, Brendan does his best job to bash me about being a, a, a crappy hunter when i'm like well dude look over at your boss as he's repelling off a cliff you i want to talk fake i still think that's one of our favorite hashtags i should probably hashtag like, jason hairless <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of my favorites i should probably wear a helmet in the backcountry you could use i one. didn't know you even had hair aaron you need I, one with a face mask. You're actually bald. It's solid, isn't it? I yeah, don't even good, have gray hair at 40 hair. years old. Well, yeah. That's just, impressive. I'm rubbing it in. Full, a full, I know, a full head. I mean, that's what everybody, like all my hairless friends, when I grew it out, were super pissed off because they're like, you asshole, you have a full head of hair? Yeah, it's I, like I thought f- you were just like totally embracing the, the cul-de-sac or something and shaving it off. I, I know. Cul-de-sac. You want to talk about the cul-de-sac, uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, he's got a nice cul-de-sac. He looks, you guys yeah, remember that noticed. movie... Uh, it was about it had Lewis Gossett Jr. in it and uh, he had that crazy ass voice, the alien. That's what Brian looks like when the hair grows because it's like, you know, back by the center ear and it just goes straight up and over That's- and, and it's gray. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, he definitely has to. He's got to get some just for men or something. I noticed on that he has a propensity for wearing ball caps. Hey, we can't hate. It's better than having it happen when you're 28. Right. Are you looking at me? I'm not. <laughs> oh, no. I got, no, I'm with you now. Yeah, that'd be tough. Late 20s to start losing it. Who's that? Who's losing their hair in late 20s? Just, I got gray hair, but I'm not losing it yet. You're doing too much work. Yeah. yeah I'm like way too much. Out. You're working Finding too hard. to Google daily. That's funny. And and again, like I said, um, I'm kind of in the middle. I think you guys have made fun of Brian or the Mountain Ops guys on here before. So I don't think Brian really likes you guys because he he's, yeah. there's too much hate in your heart. It's, uh, yeah, you well, guys we got to get that hate out. We got to stop being so ugly online. <laughs> well, I do understand in some ways where he's coming from. You could potentially maybe direct some of your efforts towards something a bit more positive, since you guys do know how to kill shit. Uh, on we're going to start hand, a I'm, fundraiser. I think well, we're going to. That's kind of something we were talking about before we started. Here is these guys kill shit and they they hunt hard. And there's a probably ten other pages just like this where there's it's some dude sitting in his mom's basement talking shit probably eating a bunch of cheetos and these guys are like the exception so um, yeah you guys get after it i gotta say you gotta leave the mom's basement and the cheetos out of this <laughs> yeah that's yeah, it a little too focus close what home. really matters here <laughs> yeah. so and they're hot cheetos so so what because you guys do the mountain hops right yeah. Mount, yeah mountain hops so we actually came up with that on a mule deer hunt yeah well, right before we, we yeah, had a couple right. of aluminum flasks and you know there's always like a little bit of a you know a victory bottle or whatever whatever you want to add something to your little cider at night and we we're just kind of thinking i was like man you ever thought of like hops like mountain hops like beer yeah but i'm not gonna bring beer in the backcountry it's a little bit of whiskey so we just drew on those on those flasks mountain hops and i thought it was funny and we didn't really have any animosity towards them and uh I don't know. I think it was. I heard from a couple kind of sources well received that didn't, and that kind didn't, of poorly yeah. received on some other ends. So I yeah. think it's. I think it's probably the best hashtag maybe ever. <laughs> it maybe of all time. Yeah. Well, it, I, I have. I mean, I'm friends with Jordan and Casey. I get along with them super well. But the way that my uh, humor works, I. I thought it was super funny. Right? Like, it was <laughs> like, funny. Oh, that's pretty catchy. But then again, I have a fucked up sense of humor. But I mean, what do you guys have issues with with Mountain Ops or what they're doing? Or you, know, you guys just kind of laugh about I've it? I've never and, really been a supplement guy and I'm pretty fit and I, I feel like I get around nice pretty brag. well in the backcountry. And, um, you know, I got to tip my hat to them. They're marketing whizzes and they've made a great living for themselves doing it. But uh, I don't feel like that is necessary to my hunting game and um I, I think maybe there's a few folks that get way too wrapped up in it all yeah i don't think we have any issues personally with them at all so uh, like they obviously to me. get after it and kill stuff it's just i don't know the whole idea behind you need workout supplements to go in the backcountry and kill stuff was kind of funny we just had some fun with it i don't think we're we've talked about it before we're not trying to attack anyone personally ever but we will make fun of your actions or what you're doing to f- 
we think there's be. some humor. <laughs> if the there, shoe there's fits. another one we made. It's like you guys remember Space Jam when there's like the secret water, <laughs> and it's like, and and uh, finally MJ's in the locker room. He's like, it's just water. It's like it's not secret stuff, and that's kind of like how I've always thought about it. It's like guys think this is like some sort of game changer, and it, really it's just a you know pretty a fairly generic supplement with a you know aim towards a hunting crowd, and um, if it helps you, that's great. But I just I have never looked at it as a necessary piece of equipment to me so yeah yeah no i got you and again when i talk to those guys um about you guys specifically uh yeah i mean obviously i'm like i you know i think a lot of this stuff may be taken out of context and and you know reality i've i had made a few cameron haynes comments um throughout the course of the last 10 years that i just have a sense of humor and if there's something that i feel should be brought up i've have brought it up right so yeah. the the nipple comment i think he's a little sensitive about um <laughs> i said something to the effect of i'd seen his nipples more than my my wife's and i shirt on. um i didn't mean any ill will oh, towards be careful with that w word as we learned on your other podcast Dude, that's what now i can do it because i got to call her my wife oh, right? i fucked up point. his ass i can say wife 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 um yeah he was he already he blocked us a long time ago and we never even went after him too hard i think the only thing we ever really said was keep getting hammered yeah yeah and i i've I don't got know. A, i guess you know, don't like it i mean i mean we we say get hammered pretty much every day I, you know frank will be like hey are we gonna go to the gym and get hammered um <laughs> so or i'll say that or whatever and i don't have any i mean i think what he's done in the industry is phenomenal um you know i i mean it's not my choice of of marketing for example with him neither Zach Griffith, same thing. The yeah, I've never guys. seen your nipples. We're just going down a list of people that have blocked us now. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting into the block list here. Well, and again, I'm I like Zach. When I first met Zach, I mean, I think it, with you guys would be the same way. People have a perception of Zach, and then you meet him. He's actually a really good guy. Very different, right? yeah. He's, he's a great guy. But my perception of him from social media to when I met him was vastly different. And I've told people that about you guys, like – they're pretty fucking funny. You'd actually like them. They're super cool dudes, but they, people have a perception maybe differently, whether it's taken out of context or deserved or, you know, whatever. And I think your friends, Brian and I have had many d- debates and arguments over you two, um, <laughs> uh, but your buddies with um, uh, Dwayne, I think you are, you are, or maybe hit or yeah, I think, yeah, Dwayne is uh, a buddy of Brian's and he's either friends with you or your brother. I can't remember. Dwayne, I don't, um, I don't. Yeah, I might sound must like be a my Dwayne brother. Who? Uh, what's that? Dwayne, what's his last? name? I can't name? remember his last name. Uh, bearded looking, kind of a. I think it might be guy. my bro that's friends with it. Maybe, yeah, Maybe that's and, what it is. And I mean, your brother's got some hate going out too. I've seen some of his posts. He doesn't like the industry <laughs> much at all. Man. Does he? He's a very he needs angry, to get that hate out. angry man. Yeah, him and him and Colton are kind of butt buddies the, on that uh, needs whole to hit the heavy thing. bag. A Did him times. and Colton get along good? I think they've gone fishing a couple times together. They've gotten, but one. I don't think they hang out like oh, on the gotcha. regular. I can't, I can't keep up since um, the big C uh, moved away from the island. But uh, I think um, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it depends. It's funny. Uh, it, yeah, it depends on uh, you know your take on the industry and everything else. And for I try to stay in the in the position of hey, if people are getting people into hunting, um, you know, and it's done the right way or, or whatever, it, it's it's good but in the same token there's certain times newer hunters may have the wrong perception of what they should be doing not saying i'm doing it right or 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 you guys are or whatever else but you know 14 you know sponsorship logos around a doe i don't feel really respects the animal um or what you're really out there for or waiting 12 hours with the guts inside of an animal to get a better photo doesn't really give a good it gives a black eye to to hunters um in a lot of different ways and and in a lot of the stuff you guys post i think is basically your way of saying hey don't be a dumbass um you know of course minus living country in the city that poor guy um most of the other ones i pretty much agree with but uh are you guys going to do i mean you're both extremely knowledgeable i mean do you think you'll ever focus your efforts 
into anything other than making fun of people on the internet or is that your um you know i think there'll there'll probably be a bit of a paradigm shift like you said um maybe towards some highlighting uh of of good things that go on maybe we need like a tsd good news page that that might be a good idea yeah um but i guess we're like the way i think about it is like okay if kid's 14 years old he's just getting into hunting if he goes on the instagram and follows all these pages you know that are focused around purely supplements or whatever flat brims and <laughs> badass shit like that he's gonna have a way 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 fucked up perception of how he should hunt and what he should be striving for in the field and i think that's more important than saying oh, we might push some people out of hunting by by pointing out the stupid shit that goes on um but maybe uh probably let kyle do that he's a little bit more positive than maybe me. find neutral ground so to well, speak tanner yeah. you might have a, a future in uh an outdoor TV. I saw that you were on that. You had that little thing for your sheep or your goat hunt. My goat right? hunt, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was pretty fun. We uh, we went up there and killed a nice billy and drank some mountain hops and <laughs> ate some goat by a fire and uh, made a little video out of it. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I don't I'll know about that. TV though. I'm not like. I got way better face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. What was that? I didn't. Was that up in Alaska? Yeah, that was in the Chugach. We went up there and my buddy Andrew and I. Uh, tried to go on a goat hunt for like three years together and it never worked out because we were always guiding and we finally got the time dialed in and uh you guys doubled up right no just one just one yeah gotcha well you guide uh well i mean actually uh, well i have to take a pee break so i'm gonna lead this into where i don't have to talk for a few minutes so i can run and pee what do you guys (laughs) do for work how often do you because you don't guide at all much at this point you've went up there once or twice yeah i went up there one summer uh with tanner uh, just for a sheep hunt, but no, I, I don't guide too much. So, but yeah, give everybody kind of a layout. Obviously, you probably don't want to give them your address, but uh, <laughs> I'll give anybody my address. Get some anthrax in the mail. Yeah, no shit. But get uh, how, <laughs> who you're guiding for, or what you're kind of doing, or the way you guys roll throughout the course of the season. Because I think it it is important that, as Frank mentioned earlier, you guys too kill a ton of shit, which is important. People know that they're not just um you know, you know, flinging mud without uh, having a a pretty damn good resume. So on that note, I'm going to pee, take it away. Kyle, you want to? Yeah, I'll get up so Aaron can get by here. But uh, yeah, I mean, during most of the year, uh, pretty much working year round, got a normal job and do construction project management type stuff. And then uh, pretty much every weekend that I can in the summer, I'm either up hiking or shooting rifles, long range stuff, banging steel with Tanner or my dad or you know when ashton my girlfriend's out here um but then as much as i can in the fall i not a big fan of accumulating points too much i just try and draw as many tags as i possibly can and (laughs) get after it so this year i started bear hunting over labor day and then went up to wyoming with my old man for muleys and antelope and then had mule deer back down here again with tanner and my old man and then and then he had an elk hunt before that, and then he had whitetail on the plains, and I was out in Nebraska hunting whitetails with my girlfriend again. And uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much anything. Now it's getting into coyote and waterfowl season, so I've been seeing Frank kill coyotes. It's kind of got me itching. I've got the the truck loaded up with all my gear, and I'm heading out after work tonight and uh, spending the weekend out coyote hunting and chasing pheasants around behind my my dad's new dog. So. And you guys are you guys are big gun guys too, right? You guys you oh, guys yeah. haven't dived yeah. into the the world of archery, but you guys are always I always see you guys shooting long range, and you guys have all these badass guns. Yeah, we shoot we, a lot. We, yeah, probably spent a little too much money on that over the years, but that's that's definitely a, a pretty good way to burn time during the summer, and it definitely translates to uh, to mountain hunting pretty well because sometimes you just you can't get closer, so you got to have the ability to go long. And sometimes you got to send it. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to send it. Full send. People it's, forget that. I've heard that from a couple guys. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, but Tanner's probably got. He gets more days on the mountain my than I do. So my schedule is kind of weird. It probably only works if you're 23 and, and dumb. Uh, <laughs> so I I guide in Alaska. This I'll be coming up on my fifth year doing that. Um, so I'm up there for like three months a year, um, and then I come home. And basically frame the rest of the year. My dad's a GC, so I frame for him. And uh, so, but in the coming, you know, hopefully in the next few years, I'll be guiding probably six months out of the year, um, you know, splitting time between a few different places, a little bit here and there in Russia and a little bit in other places in Europe. So I get to spend quite a bit of time on the hill. Um, I think the last couple of years I've done 
like between 60 and 80 days in the in a tent so that's it's been good to uh just kind of garner some experience that way and and get to do a whole shitload of hunting so how was russia it was a good time was this um, your first time there? Yeah, I can't really year. speak about it. I just, no, it, was, it was a really good time in the Caucasus uh, Mountains are freaking what gorgeous. Did you say cock? <laughs> I didn't say cock. <laughs> Did I say cock? Yeah. You he, said caucus. Caucus. Freudian slip. Cock, cockass? <laughs> Caucasus <laughs> Mountains. Uh, we hunted. Did you have mountain uh, hops in those Caucasus Mountains? We, we hunted Kumantur for a couple days. It was a really good time. Cool country. Are you going to be investigated for collusion over there? Oh, there was definitely some collusion. <laughs> I saw it, <laughs> and that is not fake news. Well, on the, who is it you guide for up in Alaska? Uh, the last four years, I've been working for Steve Johnson at Ultimate Alaskan Adventures. Uh, he's pretty hard ass old Navy dude. Uh, we we work in a backpack only area, so um, there's definitely been some some miles put in in there, and we've killed some really nice rams over the last few years. Uh, next few years, I'll be working for a few different people. Um, Dillinger River this coming year is who I'll be doing most of my guiding for, and Steve a little bit too. So um, just really good dude, and has taught me quite a bit about sheep hunting. You've guided for some people we know, right, Mark? Oh yeah, Mark Lebac. Oh yeah. He, uh, he had nothing but good stuff to say about you, so you guys must run a pretty top-notch uh, deal. Uh, Mark's obviously a liar, then. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's kind of full of shit. No, no, he, we had a good hunt. Uh, he did a great job keeping up and made a good shot and killed a really pretty ram, 37-inch, I think eight, eight or nine-year-old sheep with me. And, uh, yeah, he was good. Was wearing a kefaru, so that was good. Wasn't a soup sandwich trying to get his backpack stuffed full of shit. Yeah. Do you guys run into that a lot up there? Just un- unprepared hunters, or they oh, kind God. of expect you to do all the work and then they just pull the trigger? We could probably have a separate TSD page for lack of preparedness in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that was the one hunt I went idea. on up there with you. That was that was yeah. a pretty special experience just from <laughs> the. Kyle got to see a guy make a mess of himself for about eight days in a row. It was an incredible streak he had going. Plus, I had really bad gas, and it was like that super. Was, the guy was just bummed that was, the whole time because I smelled so bad. The worst smells I've ever encountered. It's an evil. Did smell. he get a sheet? No, no he huh. uh, quit. Yeah, we had a ten, eleven day hunt. Had food for eleven days, and uh, we I had him pass on one real a ram that was super close, being legal. Um, walked away from it. And uh, that was day six or seven, and he threw the towel in after that. I think you defeated him mentally every night in the tent, just filling that thing you know up. What? He was literally putting Copenhagen up if his nose. If you can't hang with some stank, <laughs> go home and hunt out of your cabin how, or something. How many sheep uh, clients do you get a year, usually four or five? I have been doing three sheep a year for the last few years. Yeah. Uh, so then we kind of move into goat and, and moose season after that, do some brown bears. The one I was well. on is the only one that you haven't killed a sheep on, right? Yeah. yeah you almost 100% going. other than that. Damn, Kyle. I know. There's raining pussy. Kyle's... You get hit in the head with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> bad luck charm. This sounds about right. I, just, I don't know if that was me or it was a bad luck charm or the other guy. but Yeah, it it um, it is unique on some of the, the hunts that I've been on where um, you definitely are like, wow, you paid all this money and you didn't do anything to get ready for what the hell did you think was going to happen once you got back here i think that's so common it's like it's almost standard i had this dude show up for a sheep hunt. i shouldn't say 100 percent other than that guy because this kid also didn't kill a sheep but this was amazing dude 32 (laughs) years old gets off the uh we had moved out into the alaska range at this point so we were having hunters fly in from anchorage and uh, this dude got off the uh, bush plane looking like a freaking mountain hunting magazine covered in Sitka, brand new Koflak plastic boots, his giant gun with this fucking abortion of a carbon barrel, all this badass shit. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be awesome. We're going to go whack the biggest fucking sheep in the world. And uh, we got flown out to a pretty nasty glacier that I've hunted a few times. And uh, we started walking, you know, no big deal. Right in the middle of the day, started getting a little bit of light, light rain. And uh, this dude just melted turned into a crying mess within probably a thousand yards of where we got dropped off. And I shit you not, there were real actual tears streaming down his face coming down the foot of a glacier. And uh, so we drug Good around God. for a couple of days trying to act like we would be able to get in sheep country. And he finally said, dude, I don't think I can do it. 
I don't I don't feel like I can get into sheep country. So we <clears throat> went and hunted caribou and bears for a few days, killed a really nice caribou. But uh, the part that got me was he had a buddy message me a few days later, or I guess probably a few days after the season ended, and was like, hey, man, I'm curious about a sheep hunt. Um, curious about what happens if you don't kill one. I had a buddy show up or hunt with you guys, and he didn't get one. And uh, I see, I saw that this guy was also from uh, Pittsburgh, same place my client was from. And I said, well, was your client named so-and-so? And he said, well, I won't say, but he was a young guy, and he didn't get a sheep. And I said, let me tell you about your buddy. <laughs> and lined him out on his buddy, and he's like, oh, I had no idea. He did a battle frog, so I thought he'd be in, in, you know, in shape for it. I was like, what the hell is a battle frog? And it's like some adventure race or something like that. And he finished it, uh, but I was like, dude. This ain't a battle frog. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. Well, and I mean, we get, um, as you guys can imagine, hundreds of emails and comments and whatever. And uh, one of the general things I hear is, I'm in shape. I played college football. Oh, God. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that doesn't mean (laughs) shit, man. Like, the Colorado Division of Wildlife loves guys like you because you come out here uh, (laughs) to go on a backpack hunt. You drop the six hundred and whatever dollars it mm. is, and you make it two days, and you drive home, and they keep the money, and you go home. <laughs> and you go buy beef. Yeah, and you go buy beef. So, <laughs> uh, you know, getting prepared for a mountain hunt is is definitely, um, I think, a little bit more than what people actually expect. So, well, when I say that, I mean a backpack hunt is a bit more than people. I yeah. think they they're biting off a bit more than they can chew. I mean, one of the reasons, like, um, and you know, I have I've just recently been able to go on. A couple guided uh, hunts because I just couldn't afford it, right? And Kafaru paid for them. Was, uh, for example, that grizzly hunt I went <laughs> on, <laughs> that was a, a 12 day backpack hunt. And, and uh, those guys, they don't hardly even send people in those mountains. Not that, I mean, you'd eat it up, but you guys would eat it up. Not a problem. But, you know, Lander told the guys, like, look, physical fitness isn't going to be a problem. Staying on the mountain isn't going to be a problem. Um, but Aaron has a recurve, so that's gonna that's gonna <laughs> that, be the problem. <laughs> so we're gonna need some repelling gear. Oh, dude! <laughs> but the, the first day we saw a, a, a grizzly, and uh, and I jerk dirty. I, I'm I'm bad. Like, I just like to see shit hit the ground. So I'm like, yeah, I'll kill it. Well, it's only seven foot. I'm like, yep, plenty big enough for an interior. I'll kill <laughs> it's it. It's a foot bigger than me. It may be a female. Yep, don't give a shit. Doesn't have cubs. I'll kill it. I got a recurve. <laughs> I need to go on every stock shoot I shoot. possibly can. Whatever. So. We end up going 11 days total. Didn't see another bear. Oh, as man. Bad, bad as it gets. Oh. So we're on the mountain, and, and uh, I have Cal from First Lights with me, and he's like, dude, this hunt was my idea. What can we do to save it? And I'm like, something needs to fucking die, brother. Like, I, <laughs> I cannot really tell a story about this hunt and end it with, and I love the adventure. I really need a dead animal at the end of the story. Let's go kill a moose. You got a moose tag. And um, we go down to the, you know, the, down on the river bottoms. We end up killing. He shot a, a tank of a moose. Nice. And, you know, I talked to Lander because it was a, a a large moose for that area. And uh, he's like, yeah, most of my clients don't leave the road. We just wow. drive around. Wow. And uh, he's like, and I tell people because when people book with me because of you or Brian, you know, the reason why you guys are successful is we we walk. I mean, not all the time. I mean, I shot my bear this year. I mean, right out the truck, right? I mean, literally <laughs> jumped out the truck, ran to the edge of the road and shot it. But, um, you know, you get out of it what you put into it. And I think since gear is uh, so achievable, a high level of gear status can be bought. And so that's why people get so gear junkied out. You can buy the best gear. There's no effort into it other than your real job where – Fitness, mm. and we talk about this all the time, you've got to earn fitness. Yes. I mean, there's yep. no way around it. And that is not as easy attainable as really cool gear. And also mental strength, you can't buy that. I mean, I, in my opinion, you're born with mental toughness. And some of the different people I've seen on these hunts go by the, you know, whatever that gun company, 1,200 yards, and here's your range finder. You can shoot shit out to 1,200 yards. Yeah. Yep. Haven't spent the Fucking time. ridiculous. Uh, earning the ability to shoot 1,200 yards. Yes. Yeah. Um, they buy the the nicest shit they've seen in a sales ad, which, I mean, I love that because I sell backpacks. But <laughs> they don't really learn or earn, um, I don't want to say the right, but the uh, 
they're probably not going to be overly successful because they haven't done all the shit that needs to be done to to get that animal. And in your case, you experience that every year, um, I would guess. I mean, or yeah, you frequently. can slap 15 grand worth of shit on a bag of milk and it's still going to be a bag of milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, and there's no there's no way around it. I mean, one of my buddies that lives here, um, he killed the Colorado Big Nine uh, without a set of binoculars. Um which is amazing as that is, I right? He that. just, I, it's a I love great that. move. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, he, I think on the last three, got a pack from me. His mountain goat, he carried over his neck. Um, oh, God. <laughs> like literally didn't have a, he had a day pack and uh, gutted it to get it to his, he's a horse guy, to get it to his horses <laughs> and carried it the mile back down to his horses what over his shoulders. And uh, I love that move. Oh, it's funny. He's a super funny dude, too. And again, <laughs> he sees social media as, as almost like a unicorn. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, I I kind of have, have always looked at it like, wow, you know, like, holy, you know, but why? Like, why is it on there? And and, and I explained to him, dude, for me, it's a, it's a marketing tool. Like, right. if I had the choice, I mean, uh, and Frank can talk about this. Uh, my girlfriend now knew me 10 years ago. I didn't have a phone or an email or computer. I, I, I literally <laughs> never got on. Now I'm wired in all the time. I have to be wired in for Kafaro to be successful. But if I had a choice, I might case it. I like posting photos of sunsets. So I would have a <laughs> photography page, um, which I'd probably get made fun of for that. But we would totally give you shit. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. How, many, sure. how many sunset pictures? <laughs> no. <laughs> I stay above the fray for the most part on the sunset photos because I actually do kill shit, thank God. Or I, I'm sure um, I would just get blasted because I, I uh, as, as bad as it sounds, I'm getting to the point I like shooting photography as much as I like Don't hunting, say it. as weird oh, as that shit is. He's getting soft on kid. Yeah, oh, I know, right? It's bad. I get made fun of constantly for it. But And when I say shooting photography – I would get as much fun out of going with you on a sheep hunt or you taking photos of it and documenting it yeah. than I would going on the hunt. Well, uh, plus then you don't have to carry a sheep out. No, that's the fucked up thing. You still got to carry the 95, the camera yeah, that's gear. That's a good point. That yeah, you new got lens some... you got is basically a sheep hindquarter. Oh, dude, that thing, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a tank. It's 14 pounds. Holy and like shit. Frank holding it up, my left bicep's going to be huge and my right forearm from beating a snot out of Goofy is going to be huge. <laughs> and everything else is going to be misproportioned. I'm going to be all <laughs> But no, I, I like going on the hunts and just taking photos. I get a lot of... I mean, actually, to my own, uh, I've gotten made fun of for that for, oh, you only killed two or three animals this year. You're not, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, but I went on 13 other hunts yeah. just helping people to where the last couple of years I've focused on, you know, just just hunting. Um, I kind of had to last year because I had the whole stick. And uh, have you guided any recurve shooters yet? No, I haven't. I had. Uh... What's what, what did you say that one year? What's the three best things a bow hunter can have? Patience, perseverance, and a rifle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell people, if you're going to bring both weapons, just leave the recurve at home because you're going to probably pick up the gun. I haven't uh, haven't guided any recurve hunters. I guided one archery hunter who is a super good dude. Um, Put in his due diligence. I think he was from Pittsburgh or – no, yeah, somewhere in Pennsylvania actually. And uh, he put in his due diligence, got himself into decent shape, but – you know, in the area that we hunt, you, a guy would have to be like you or somebody that could just really get after it and stock like, you know, multiple rams, I I think, to be successful with a struggle stick in the area that we hunt. Um, that guy ended up, so he took his bow and uh, he wanted me to also pack a rifle, which I do anyways, usually. So um, we stocked a bit and uh, he ended up sealing the deal on his sheep with my rifle. But, uh, and I, you know, obviously couldn't hold it against him it was a beautiful ram and um he wanted to be successful so um yeah i don't know i'd I'd love to uh see some guys perforate shit with bows in my guiding future so why i I, uh i'm really good super close friends with the lancasters right those guys are studs tons of shit up there right in the honey butte nwt but i'm friends with bart as well and we went on the goat hunt with bart this year and um I, I can hike just about anybody into the ground if I need to, so I can make multiple stocks. Yeah. So the first stock we went on, uh, I missed, right? I just flat out missed this. It was far. And uh, we go down the mountain, and the whole time he's like, I'm so fucking happy you're in shape because with most hunters, yeah, that's we're, it. we're done. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm good. Right. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. He goes, no, no, I know we're good. So he, we get done and, and uh, we ended up killing mine in this. Well, you, I don't know if you saw that goat. It fell like 2000. Yeah, it, like it was, was in great shape. Up. And I was with, uh, yeah, I was with Roger. Who's, I think he's 20 and he's built like you. He's got a 36 inch inseam. I mean, the dude can walk. Yeah. Um, and so we're going up the, we do this giant, massive, uh, the craziest, longest, most fucked up stock. I mean, it's just, <laughs> we went to the left side to where we thought the goats were and there was a goat that must have been just bedded in like a little defile that we couldn't see we get all the way on one side of the canyon and this billy stands up and we both look over and we're like huh oh that fucking blows uh he's looking <laughs> right at us and and he and i this was his first um time he had guided a goat hunter uh with uh but he'd guided a ton you know he's probably 300 bear hunts i mean an insane amount of different of guiding and moose hunts and shit so we watch it and i'm like well I dude, whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, beds down. We'll kill it, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So we hike all the way over there, and uh, you know, we, we ended up killing it. And then the next day, or maybe two, no, we took the next day and chilled out and whatever, clean up the goat. Day after that, Brian kills his goat, and literally, as soon as the camera comes on, Bart says, "You tell all your friends, your bow hunting friends, to stay the fuck home." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And he, he just said, he goes flat out, I don't, I like archery. You know, he's not a bow hunter. He's like, I don't mind archers. He guide, he's probably guided Richie Bland on 30 different animals. Richie's a bow hunter. And he said, the problem is when a bow hunter shows up and says, I want to be 40 and in, it, automatically it's a red flag for, for Bart. He's like, 40 and in does not generally get it for most hunts. You can get it on goats usually, yeah. you know, but caribou, yeah. um, you know, you get inside of 40 on a grizzly. He's like, already, I'm probably going to lay down around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or that's two seconds for a grizzly. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, where with clay and those guys, they specialize, especially up at Nahani in archery hunts. Cause there's just, I mean, the way it works, which you, you guys know up there, you land a helicopter relatively close to the animal and then you walk over and you shoot it, which gets taken way out of context because people really put a different spin on how that stuff works than it does. You know where the animals are. You land the helicopter relatively close to them. You have to wait a certain amount of time and then you walk over, which is great for old dudes, out of shape dudes. And it, the longevity of a guide is multiplied by oh, four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, know. they ki- the game densities are insane. They kill... I mean, you, you hear of Canadian guides all the time that have 100, 150 sheep under their belt, and that's, I mean, that's very rare in Alaska. You might see two or three guys up there that have 100 or better sheep, and they've guided for 25 years. Well, I think Clay is working on 300 yeah. and 50 over oh, 40 inches. That's yeah. insane. And I posted that once. I posted, uh, I think I said something, or Frank and I did, we were talking about who we would have on the show, and I said John Pinch, one of the better snipers in the world, Clay Lancaster guided hundreds of sheep hunters successful. Hmm. And a guy was just play us, called me a liar. And I said, well, John Pinch is actually statistically one yeah. of the better snipers in North America, at least. I mean, he in the PRS, in the right? PRS yeah. Matches, yeah. yeah, he's legit. And, uh, and I've hunted with him, right? I saw him shoot a goat at 1280, like bang flopped. It shot a whitetail at like 16 something. Oh, and these shoot. aren't, this isn't where you're like, oh, I hope he hits it. It's like, you know, sh- you, you better yeah. get your knife out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And the same with Clay, and if when when you've hunted with a guy like Clay and Bart, where they have guided so many different hunters and they know the animals so well, just scoring alone is ridiculous. Like, um, you know, from a mile away in a spotter, he'll tell you in about two minutes which is the lead ram and which one you need to shoot when you get up there, uh, just from the dynamics of the group of rams you're looking at. Right. And scoring-wise, like that one right there, he taught me how to score – uh, rams at a speed that I've never, I mean, you know, I've been on s- several ram hunts after working with clay to the age and scoring. He catapulted me, which to a point, I don't even talk about it. Cause it's not, I mean, I'm one of those greenhorn guys. I don't have the experience behind me to be telling people how to score, but I have the knowledge. Cause he, t- if that makes sense, taught yeah, yeah. it to me, I yeah. just don't feel the place for me to, 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 to he say could probably anything. look at a ram for two minutes and put it, you know, in a, within five inches of what it'll actually tape out at. I mean, with that kind of experience. Probably within a half an inch. Yeah. I've never seen <laughs> anything insane. like it. Um, one ram specifically, he flew over 
And then he sends me and another guy in. He's like, you kill this ram. He's showing me the photo. He's like, it's 36 and an eighth on one side. It's 38 and a quarter on the other. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> sure as shit, we kill it. He's within an eighth of an inch. <laughs> That's sick. I Bananas. mean, the guy's phenomenal. I mean, Bart's the same way. I mean, yeah. and we're at Tiburon. We're on Tiburon Island and we're looking at rams and I'm looking at, at the rack. Um, and uh, I'm like, Jesus, that thing huge is huge. And since it's Tiburon, you know, he's like, no, that ram's five and a half years old. And I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> and he was like, look at its body. And he starts breaking it down. He said, that thing's going to be a 190 desert. He mm -hmm. said, but even though it looks like a ram we may want to shoot from this distance, the chest is this much bigger than the ass. Look at it in the dynamics of, of the group it's in. And that's I was wild. like, yeah, I suck. Jesus Christ, that's insane. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's what uh, – and then like moose is the same way. I kept misjudging moose because I'm used to Shiras. Yes. I was 20 inches off on oh, every yeah. one, right. 10 to 20. And uh, we were killing moose up there between 68, 74 wide, Damn. between 220 and 240, right? Just giant moose. Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, he's sitting there picking them apart. And I'm like, Clay, that's I've never even <laughs> seen anything this size. Like, And he's like, well, that's about 49 to 52 up the back. And I'm like... Sure. Yeah. yeah Looks good to me. Right. I mean, it's giant. Let's shoot it. I mean, but they get to see, you know, on average, 40 sheep a year. Right. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah. Um, and then 15, well, who knows how many moose and the same with caribou. Right. And I mean, without, I mean, he's got the experience. He's been doing that since he was born. You yep. know what I mean? His dad, Stan, you know, owned Cotty Butte and a bunch of other stuff. And then Clay and his brother, Cam, who Cam's passed away now. They started helicopter hunting. They, they like originated it up there and they put two and two together. Well, do we do eight sheep hunts a year with <laughs> multiple guides or do we do 40 with a helicopter? Volume makes quite a bit of sense for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, and, and, and the longevity. So it's much, much different. I mean, people ask me about the price of a sheep hunt and I'm like, you go to Alaska, it's going to be cheaper but you're going to have to hunt. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you're, you're actually going to have to hike your ass in with, you know, X amount of days of, of gear on your back. And, and where if you want to kick in, what's a hunt for you guys cost? I think we, I think, and I think it's been this way for the last four years. I think we're at 15, five. So it's been, you know, fairly consistent and it's like eight to 10 grand less than going to some of those places in Canada. But like you said, the area that I hunt in August and early September, you can't even fly a plane over it during sheep season. It's a controlled use area. You cannot have pack stock. You cannot fly over it. You can't do shit other than put your backpack on and lace your boots up. So they've got a totally different program, which I'm yeah, absolutely 20, envious of. They're 23 to 25,000. Yeah, it's um, a different story. And I mean, a lot of that is in, in fuel. Like I didn't realize yeah. the logistics of getting that shit in. It's an, it's a nightmare yep. to, to get it up there. Um, and we, uh, Lance, uh, Cronenberger was actually there the year I was there and hunted and it's just a different, totally yeah. different world, obviously with the, the, the helicopters and everything else. But what do you guys have left for the rest of this year? Anything, any tags left that, uh, that you guys are going? tag that I probably won't fill, um, like to get my girlfriend a cow elk but other than that it's just going to be coyotes and pheasants for me yeah same here it's time to get after the coyotes pretty heavy frank's leading the charge on that so gotta try and catch up to him it sounds like they're bringing pretty good money this year too so see if see if you can't pay for some gas anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> or beer yeah, for, for sure or, oh yeah well that goes without saying yeah are you and, gonna try to start going down to mexico at all i'd like to but uh, i'm technically not allowed in mexico <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I'd love to. I need to kind of get my feelers into that and, and uh, try to get down there and hunt some desert sheep um, and be doing brown bears in Alaska for April and May as well. So that'll be a good time. Yeah, no, that'll be cool. Well, Frank, you got anything else? Uh, I've been no. kind of quiet over there, Frank. I know. I've just been, been looking at bumps I've actually been looking at uh, Google. <laughs> I've been looking at Instagram. Oh, Lord, don't Falling dive a into lot that rabbit hole. Pages. Pages. It's, it's, rabbit hole. it's looking at a lot of fitness pages. I got a little fired up. Yeah. These fitness ladies. <laughs> no, I got a little fired up yesterday. No, yeah, we got to get out after some coyotes. It's definitely that time of year, best time of year. Yeah. Um, I was telling Dan the other day, it's it'd be hard for me to choose between mule deer and, and coyote hunting. So luckily I don't have to choose between the two. But um, I think it's it's definitely that time of year. And we'll have to get out with these guys and shoot some yotes and 
I'll show them, show them my uh, short-range shooting skills, and they can take care of the long-range stuff. <laughs> I'll take pictures of sunrises and dead coyotes. <laughs> I got to say, I actually do love sunset pictures. I take a lot of them, <laughs> and they all suck, but I like taking pictures of them. Yeah, we take a lot of pictures. It's just I think our cameras that also double as texting machines uh, don't not really – not on the same level. It's not really – yeah. Well, yeah, you get into We're lightweight ba- backpacking, right? Like people are – I'm like, dude, no matter what I do, chalk on 14 pounds, 10 pounds of camera gear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no matter what. And I mean, on the some of the hunts, we've got 15s, a 95, 10s, and <laughs> the camera gear. And That's a lot of glass. All of the glass. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, I do you guys know who Dallas Haymeyer is? Yeah. The videographer yeah. guy. Um, we were in Montana together. And I was talking to him about just the, the epic pain in the ass of of uh, of having the, the gear with you all the time because it's a it's a pain and I mean it's it's worthwhile for me but it truly is a uh, you know like with with Brian we've got because you know he's he's uploading constant videos and shit we've got GoPros we've got DSLRs we've got video cameras and and we try to do it where it's not a full on production but um, anyway it. Uh, it, it, it can be a pain and, and, uh, and I pity you when you have to try and guide someone that is trying to document the hunt because it adds an epic pain in the ass for the actual guide. Cause the hunt almost comes secondary. Um, yeah, it does. It, it, uh, unless they've really got it dialed in and they've done it quite a bit, it's, it's, uh, becomes a huge pain in the ass, like you say, but also it's their choice. It's their hunt. Yeah. Um, I should probably start documenting things a little bit better because I think there's some cool shit that happens that all you really have left is stories. And uh, I think it would be need, a pretty neat idea to do to some video. Some, it's just find some cameras with scratch proof lenses. Yeah. I think, I've both, got a really I think we've both wrecked a Canon good, G12. Yeah. Now. Ability to drop shit right on the lens, which is like so bad for <laughs> Somewhere cameras. in the middle of one of the stocks with Bart, we were in the cliffs and Bart turned around and he's like, Brian, you need to put your fucking toys away or you're going to die. <laughs> and uh, he had a selfie stick out and, oh, and Bart God. was getting pissed. Um, and and Brian was fine. I mean, but we were on cliffs. Well, the same cliffs my goat fell down. Yeah. And uh, the kind of cliffs where you got it like thirteen different approaches to try to figure out how to get up it was just yeah. Steep. Very much a no fall zone. When you need your rappel and helmet. Yeah, where yeah where you need a longbow <laughs> strapped to your back so you can shoot it with a gun. <laughs> your bow uh, hunting rifle. Exactly. Well, cool guys. I appreciate you coming on. We'll definitely have to get you on again. Yeah. And, thanks for uh, having us. That was fun. Yeah, that was good shit. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Well, what's your uh, what's your guys' Instagram stuff and all that so people can follow you? Oh, yeah. I, we haven't done this promotion thing. We're kind of shitty. How at this. do we? How is TSD on I think there? If you like just type dot, in, I think if you type see. in TSD, it's dot t period underscore t underscore s underscore period d. Yeah, we had yeah. A, we had to do some <laughs> some filtering of of the name. Apparently, I think yeah, go was... with some other people. But yeah, so change it to TSD and. Oh yeah, if you need a sticker, yeah, we got a send lot us of a message. Stickers. We got a lot also, of stickers. Also, I need to get some stamps. So, like, I know I promised a couple stickers to some people. I ran out of stamps though, and then I got busy hunting. I actually, uh, I meant uh, to bring you guys like a couple of them, but yeah, they were sitting on my Aaron's dresser. Computer still right now. needs a TST a, sticker. A very well-known uh, outdoor company got a hold of me to get a hold of you guys because they wanted you guys to write for them. Which your name changed shortly after that. Is that why it changed? Yeah, I, and, uh, I'm like, we, okay. we were under the. P- scrutiny of big business and folded like a fucking cheap, cheap deck it was what? sad they were like do you know these guys i'm like yeah that I mean to wear my packs they're super cool dudes and they're like man we want them to write for us i'm like well hold on before because they're very they have to abide by i'm like you gotta know that their name is team sore dick yeah and they're like what and, you can't uh, they, beat it. You can't beat it. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're like, well, hold on. And I'm like, either just here's his number. I think I gave him your guys' number. Um, I can't remember if I gave him Kyle's or, or Tanner's. I was and, Tanner's. And then he was texting me asking, what do you think? What should we do? Like, it was ah. a turning point for me mentally. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah, Tanner like, got all mature there for like uh, probably 30 minutes. It was pretty like weird S- to see. Steve Jobs selling out. <laughs> Oh, I mean, do you guys need to go? You were looking at your watch. No, I'm no. good. One uh, of the things do is that, uh, today. A, a mutual, I, he's not a friend of mine anymore. When I see him, it probably won't be good. He better be able to run fast. But uh, where you look at um, the <laughs> ability to promote hunting and tell stories 
and when your hatred or whatever you have whatever you have going on mentally overpowers that that is seen and people won't deal with you mm-hmm. right like you just you won't i mean one of the things i tried to explain to someone yesterday who was chiming in on another page on you know kind of hatred stuff was hey that reflects also on the companies you work with so there may be 20 guys cutting up bashing the industry that you're involved in but there may be 20,000 that have a hatred for this page and label you now as someone that they won't deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It wasn't your, it wasn't TSD. Uh, um, I was hoping we had 20,000 people that even knew of us. I mean, you're always going to have those people that, that follow along because they want to pay attention to who's chiming in. So they know not to deal with them. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm not lumping you guys into that, but um, this, this specific individual I'm talking about, um, where I feel he, I mean, you guys know I'm talking about, could have a great career in the outdoor industry, but because of how he presents himself, um, many others are the same way that they won't be touched in the outdoor industry because of how they've presented themselves. Where even though you guys do make fun of a lot of different people, um, you, you also still have a, a large, a great knowledge. You really call out for the most part things that probably need to be called out i mean you know the dude that half naked with blood smeared on his chest i don't feel that there's any reason that you shouldn't say hey dipshit what are you, yeah. what are you doing why would you even do this um i got some questions well, the guy that the guy that you're talking about is super hypocritical because he's talking shit about sponsors and and this and that but then you find out he's hitting up every company for a fucking discount <laughs> it's like dude you're talking was, shit about dude, people with sponsors and then you're trying to get sponsors and we hear about it and we find out about it. And we're like, dude, this guy's a piece of shit. Well, and was hooked up with multiple not so long ago. It's like, come on. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I ended that. Yeah. 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 I, I stopped. And then, you'll yeah. see, <laughs> and then you'll see, you know, you'll see posts of him talking shit about yeah, these people that have sponsors. And then you find out that he's calling all your friends for fucking discounts I, and optics. Exactly. And he'll, I, he, yeah. yeah, it's anti-industry. But you guys, also, can I be a part of the industry? Exactly. That's <laughs> there's some, there's, there's a big difference, I think, in what, what, maybe TSD is focused around and just like pure gum flapping. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think is people that didn't have siblings or never got the shit slapped out of them. That's where I'm at. He never got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Well, and, and coming from, um, obviously I have a much more, you know, treating a guy like a, a brother, hooking him up, getting him in the industry, um, and then turning around, uh, you know, basically oh, I, I get a kick out of it cause he's sitting there talking like a mountain man, how tough he is. When I'm like, dude, I had to give you my walking sticks, pack your bow, and we had to send a special forces dude in to get you. Okay, um, well, that's not that much, Aaron. Yeah, well, <laughs> you could have given and, him some water too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And and it's like, dude, if you're gonna talk shit about people in the industry, um, you better not have too many skeletons in your closet. Yeah, like, you better, you better not it. be kicking them stones around if you live in a very fucking thin glass house. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you guys talk with him anymore, that guy specifically, but he's a good example that I look at. Dude, you could be such a helpful person in the industry, help people get into things, teach people stuff, but you let, you know, hatred go, oh, I don't I don't measure my animals. Well, but then why did you ask me 45 times what the fuck I thought the elk scored? Because <laughs> literally that's all you could talk about. If you're not worried about what it scores, truly... I mean, when people ask me, what do you think it scored? I'll be like, ah, man, ah, 160s, maybe. I don't know. I, I just don't get too wrapped up in it. But um, the, there's people like him in the industry that make me wonder, like, dude, what what got you to this point? Like, where with you guys, you don't look for sponsors. I mean, you don't, you're not seeking, you're not, you're not overly hypocritical on anything. You're just out there hunting and then you promote or, or, or make fun of, um, you know, whatever you think is correct at the time. And, uh, it, um, it, it I guess it's more fitting compared to, um, you know, Frank's girlfriend. other people kind of <laughs> bash. That was a Ram we shot on Tiburon. That's cool. Um, that big old snaggle tooth. Yeah. He was definitely long in the tooth, but anyway, <laughs> I'll get off on that, uh, tangent right away before I get going too much, um, get heated and start throwing out F bombs. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. Well, cool, man. We'll wrap this stuff up, but uh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on. Try and stay out of trouble. Um, and we'll yeah. definitely, we'll get you guys on again at some point. Yeah. Yes, be, sir. Be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff. We got a lot of questions. Yeah. We just a need to connect to a few about. more dots here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go connect a few more dots, rile some people up and, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, sounds good. All right. Well, cool guys. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Thank you yeah, guys. Thank you guys.